Network. Hello folks and welcome back to another episode of VT Network. This one's a little bit late night. One, because uh, DJ is not here to join us. He's out at BronyCon. Uh, a little bit more on that. But with me is my youngest brother, Mr. Mustard. Hey everybody, how's it going? Missed y'all. We did miss you. But yeah, I got a phone call from DJ, a little bit of an update. Uh, before the BronyCon even began, he had already clapped two sets of furry cheeks. What do you think about that? <laughs> poor bastard. Right? Those poor furries. They have no idea what they're in for. <laughs> I mean, not only is he a large, you know, black man, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His hands are very big, too, if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, those poor bastards. Those poor, Picking poor bastards. Picking up when I'm putting down. <laughs> so anyways, we decided, uh, we decided to go ahead. We were supposed to have a guest on, but unfortunately, uh, they don't have their, uh, their DMs on on Twitter, and I don't blame them. Twitter has become kind of a creep marketplace lately. Uh, even, we, even, even our page is getting weird DMs. Have, have, you, have you been on there? Bro, there was some guy who sent me a picture of my house from like outside, and I, I don't, I don't know what to do with that information. And he didn't say anything. There was no caption. It was just literally like my window. That was that was our brother, dude. Oh well, why does he have it? What? <laughs> why did he send it on Twitter? <laughs> I was like, what? He doesn't even have a Twitter, dude. <laughs> that you know of. No, you're right. I don't know. Twitter's <laughs> Twitter. Twitter's always been kind of weird, man. Like Twitter's always been. Uh, I've never been able to read Twitter efficiently. Like I feel, I feel like I have fucking acute astigmatism when I ever I look at a thread on Twitter. I'm like, okay, I see all these hashtags and small links and little captions that don't finish themselves. So like, what, what the fuck's going on? You know? Well, I mean, it's it's not hard. It's just it's like it's like looking at Reddit. Just uh, with no connecting threads. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. But um, we do have a we do have a show today. We did put together some stuff here. Um, so let's uh, let's get some let's get into this. Uh, I think the first thing we should talk about, of course, being that Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, the one coming out later this year. Has officially said fuck you to the norm. We we're not getting any kind of from what from what we can tell what has been released so far. We're not getting uh, a battle royale mode. We're not getting Nazi zombies. We're not getting anything. This is going back to the original formula. No 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 battle pass. Nothing like that. Just strictly DLC. And and I'm for it. What about you? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be boring, and it's going to be unappealing to newer audiences, because, you know, me and you have been playing Call of Duty since before a lot of these little fuckers were alive, and, uh... Very true. I feel like, not, not to be a gatekeeper or whatever the fuck, but, like, back then, you know, video games were a lot less progressive, they were a lot less, um... I'm, I'm going to say extradited. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um... 
Like, I guess there was, there was there was way more of a learning curve than there is now. Well, not only that, but like you can have you can have perfectly good like you know entertainment and playing a team based game like domination and Call of Duty and having incentives within the game itself all the way to the last step. Nowadays, it's like people have such a short attention span that they need to keep being constantly like um, gratified for their actions in the game. So they release all extra weapons for reaching certain levels and tiers. And oh, you have this weapon, but this other guy doesn't. Good job. It's like I, I, I don't know why people need that nowadays. Well, we never used to need it, and I feel like I don't know. I'm kind of worried for the success of the game in that aspect. <laughs> I mean, like we like we had the same issues. Like, remember you had to prestige to get the STG forty four in yeah. the in the original COD four. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, like, I don't see, I don't see problems with that. What I, what I see, what I have problems with is is pay to win. Like uh, Advanced Warfare was like you got to buy the loot crates to get the better guns. Like that, that's that's what that's what got me. I'm like, uh, no, 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 because then you have. Then you have every little bastard on here with their mom and dad's credit card getting these these fucking impossible guns that take us down in two or three shots, and here you are me just fucking grinding through the normal system trying to get these these loot boxes, and yeah, it wasn't fair, and it was and it was and you know like whatever call, call me a whiny bitch for sitting here and going it's not fair, <laughs> but it's fucking true. Well, I'll know. call you a whiny bitch for a lot less than that. I know, right? Like I'll sneeze, <laughs> I'll sneeze. You'll call me a whiny bitch. Damn straight. But uh, no, I, I understand though, yeah. And and you're right. We're not trying to gatekeep. We're not trying to say that. Oh well, because you can't play this, or because of this, then you can't this. No, like, please, please, please step into step into this arena with some folks that have been really gaming. You know what I mean? Okay, and I don't want to say like really gaming, like <laughs> like we're the only ones that are true gamers, but like hey, we're f- gamers, man. That's how we do. <laughs> you know what a fucking gamer. You know, but it, it like in all fuck, but in all honesty, like th- there is no comparison between fucking Fortnite and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the original. Like in all in all fairness, there just isn't. There, there there's no between comparison. What between, between Fortnite? Fortnite and the original Call of Duty, like well, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare? Comparing, huh? That's a really hard one. Just depends on what you're comparing. Skill. 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 Bro, I don't know, man. Fortnite is it's not a hard game to play, but people make it hard. You know, and I feel like there is a huge learning curve in Fortnite. Just like there is a learning curve in Call of Duty, you know, with the building and speed of building and and traps and contraptions that you can use, the different ways you can kill your enemies. Like Fortnite is actually pretty difficult to play to a lot of people. Well, fancying something up doesn't mean that it's better or that it's more complicated, and it, it just it's means that there's. It's like changing the mechanics and different ways to play. Like when you change. When you change options of how you're going to defeat your opponent, that makes the game more complicated. That's not fancying anything up. See, fancying something up would be something along the lines of like, okay, uh, let me put it to you this way, like Apex. 
Apex, right? Okay. With the new update, with the dinosaurs and the new cutscenes and all this bullshit. Yeah, one new legend that didn't really have any like benefits to her. Like that's fancying thing up because the dinosaurs you don't there's nothing to them. You don't you don't ride them, you don't fucking do anything. And the cutscene had such inaccurate information in it that people were just rolling their fucking eyes. And the new legend that is useless. That's fencing something up. Well, I, I wouldn't say she's useless. I, I'd say we're still only like in the, within the first month of us having her. Folks, people are still trying to figure her out. I mean, and I'm not defending uh, Apex Legends. Like You could say the same thing about uh, fucking uh, Rainbow. You know what I mean? Like like the new, yeah. the new operator... Yeah isn't useless it's just people are still trying to figure out how the fuck to use them like uh, a yeah. commissioner warden uh <laughs> you know every, he came out and everybody was like this guy's fucking useless he's you now now who's one of the most played ones there is fucking commissioner warden dude like he's they people once people figure him out like they get picked every time commissioner warden <laughs> Speaking of you Rainbow, stole, though... You stole my fucking joke, dude. <laughs> Speaking of Rainbow, though, uh, we do have a look at two new operators that are uh, coming out, and this was... Uh, um, they look like, uh, apparently, treasure hunters or something. I'm not sure. Are those... Are those that's that. Those aren't new operators right there. That's... That them there's that's, is Glaze and... Uh, no, and that's Sledge. Cap Can... Cap can't thermite and sludge. I got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking gamers, bro. <laughs> fucking gamers, bro. Oh my god, man. That's your Gator Boy right there. That's my Gator. Let's go get you, Mickey. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Uh, concept art for the new character slipped out over the weekend and ended up on the game subreddit. Uh, skeptical oh. players aren't there, aren't sure that the image is fully or really fit the idea of a siege fighter. But when they're taken in with some hints pre previously revealed by the game support roadmap, it seems plausible. Personally, I'm captivated by the female character depicted who looks straight up tribute to Marion Ravenwood. Huh. There's a, There she is right there. I don't see it. I don't see it. Alright, let's see here. Newest operators will hail from Peru and Mexico, uh, which doesn't no. necessarily mean their ethnicity or national origin. They could just oh. be popping in after dodging a bullet and in at the Jovito's dig. Okay, that's that's racist. That's <laughs> that's felony. <laughs> that's a that's a felony, brother. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, embark in a new season, uh, so we'll find out for sure soon. They're already going to a new season. We got, we got, we got two operators for season four. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is probably not going to be released till like November or some shit. Well, then, what the fuck are they doing with season four? We literally had two operators. That's it season really four. That well received, though. Oh wow! What a fuck up! No, 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 no! They release two operators every season. I don't know what the fuck you're bitching about. That's it. That's all they release. Yeah. Is just two operators. Yeah, an attacker and a defender. Yeah. For fucking twenty five dollars. Uh no 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 no. Well I mean, just no no no. The year pass is different than the season. 
Like, how many fucking seasons are in a year? Many. Okay, so, like, the different seasons just come out with different operators. Year is the year. Like, we paid for the year. You get what I'm saying? I hope so, because if I paid that much money for fucking two goddamn operators, I'm about to kick someone's someone's fucking door in. We've gotten four. This will be six. What are you talking about? I'm going to sick the gator on you. Keep fucking with me. You're being an EA right now. Oh, wow. You know what? That's a a felony. I'm telling Brian. Okay, you you just got flamed. Play it. (laughs) Wait, wait, is it? <laughs> I'm telling Ryan. I'm telling Ryan Gilliam that you're being. Oh, dude! I emailed that guy actually. Did you really? No. You should have. You should have just been like slide slid into his DMs. Hey, I like what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Please stop and get fucking help, <laughs> dude. It's, it, did you see that? That was only a couple of days ago. Oh my God. He really likes Destiny, dude. Like, I'm afraid really to see like... what this guy's house looks like. I'm being honest. Like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that like Polygon has him like on a leash or something. Like, <laughs> there's like there's like subliminal messages hidden in his fucking articles. Like, please help me or some shit. Like, right? He orders a pizza and it's like all the pepperonis are in the Destiny logo. <laughs> and then he gets a note from the dirt. The driver, we're always watching you. We know. What, what do they know? Just we know. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So, Armageddon the box. Okay. All right. So <laughs> the game Days Gone has a new update that pretty much just turns it into Crazy Taxi. And oh, that's awesome. Uh, I think they should just let this fucking game die. Uh, the game mode is called The Dead Don't Ride. Didn't it just come out? Days Gone. Is this, yeah. is this the one I'm thinking of, or is this the other one I'm thinking of? I think this is a, this is a newer game, bro. This is a zombie game. Remember? Oh, this is the one that just came. Okay, yeah, yeah, for PS4. I, I was mistaking it yeah, for like, like uh, what the fuck do you want it to die already, bro? Like, what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, that's my bad. That's <laughs> my bad. Another flame hit it. No, oh, that is not a flame. That is a, uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Let's a fail. Eat it. I was thinking of uh, what the what the fuck is it then? Uh, AZ? No, no. Um, PUBG. The zombie games, you fool. Uh. <laughs> Dude, we haven't had a good zombie game in. I know we haven't had a good zombie game in a while, but anyway. No, the one we the one we were playing. Uh, we played Dead Rising a few days ago. Yeah, before that. The one with the colonies and everything that I figured out in like 24 hours. Oh, State of Decay. State of Decay, thank you. Yeah, fuck that game. So, I don't know, there's, there's, there's like 67 million zombie games. But anyways, uh, Days Gone has officially a new update, and it's called The Dead Don't Ride, um, which was Days, Days Gone rumored working title, puts players into a golf cart and forces them to pick up passengers and drop them off at their destination while racing against the clock. Uh, the Dead Don't Ride is missing any of the things that make Crazy Taxi great. It's slower, you don't have a bustling city to drive through, there are no Pizza Huts, Tower Records, or KFCs. 
and uh, the zombies don't jump out of the way at the last second. In fact, running over them is one of the goals in Days Gone. Um, but clearly, Ben was going for that crazy taxi spirit in the game not built for that. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I don't, I don't think it's gonna. Like, like this game is so simple and so cut and dry. I, I don't see how this could work out. Like in a in in the in the long. I'm like, is this a free update or is this paid for? It better be fucking free, dude. Honestly, it's probably an LTM, dude. Hmm. I mean, because yeah, because if it's if it's free, I can I can kind of get behind it. But if it's not free, like if they're trying to charge for this, then you know. No, yeah. this, this maybe, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't have a PS4, so I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like, do you, do you think maybe that these uh, these newer games are trying to harken back to like some old school stuff? Of course, uh, to maybe try to like lure older gamers like us in. It's like history repeating itself. Really, it's like you know, game games are going back to bean and potatoes. They have been for a while now. And I feel like instead of, and I said, dude, I've said this in so many of our episodes, like instead of making a game with a bunch of bells and fucking whistles, make a game with actual substance and a purpose to play it. And I think that game developers are starting to do that more. Like with the whole Modern Warfare thing, it's the same fucking thing. No bells, no whistles, no special treatment, no nothing. It's just you play the fucking game. That's it. That's what we're used to. That's what we like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I would, I would, I guess I would have to get my hands on Days Gone, but I also do not have a PlayStation Four, nor do I have any express want to own one. Buy it for the show and write it off as a tax thing. <laughs> I mean, like, like, there's a couple. Of, there's only, there's literally like less than a handful of games I want to play on that. There's PS Four. Uh, there's a couple for me. There's uh, Shadow of the Colossus, the the huh? the, the re-up remake? edition, yeah. Um, Days Gone. <laughs> I want to play God of War and uh, Spider Man. And Spider Man, God of War doesn't even register with me. Well, it's, I mean, it's a good game. It's a it's a game. I'm like it, it doesn't watched- register with me. I watched all the cutscenes put together. It was like three hours, dude. That story is ridiculous, bro. Well, the, like the whole fucking premise of the of the, of the game is ridiculous. It's in in itself, it but it like, uh, like I don't know, like it, it got it got overhyped to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, one it, game of the year didn't. Yeah, and it won all sorts of awards, and because of that, it I just. Uh, you know, I don't want to be a contrarian or anything You're like contrarian, that. Contrarian, bitch. Yeah. I well, I'm trying not to be, but honestly, when a game is hyped that much, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm just, it turns me off to it like almost immediately. Usually means they did something right. Not really. Look at Fortnite. Oh, uh, well, Fortnite's free. That's way different. Okay, look at uh, look at Evolve. Oh yeah. Okay. That well, game you know was what? Hyped that, like, the fuck. It was good for like the first month it came out, and then people realized, like, wait, is this it? And then I, that's when it started going downhill. I think it was good for the first two hours it came out, and then it was just done. 
Like, that game was hyped to shit. There was this huge, uh, like, statue built at the con, at the con that we were trying to debut it at. It was fucking ridiculous. The game was, was garbage. And even after all the updates, like, it was just like, no, you're still garbage. Not getting any money back. Who made that, uh, who made that game again? Wasn't it, uh, Valve? Right? Uh, I think it was Valve, let's see. I'm pretty sure it was Valve. 2K, wow. Ew! Wow. No wonder it was shit, dude. Well, 2K is not bad. They put out good stuff, but wow, that's a that's a rare fail for them. Yeah, that game was just trash, dude. It was complete and utter garbage. Yeah. And, like, we bought into it. That's the worst part is, like, we were like, yeah, this does look cool. You know, squad-based <laughs> monster hunting. Then it came it out. Cool. Yeah, then we we all bought it, and we were like, I want my fucking money back. You bought it? I didn't buy it. I waited for it to go for free on Xbox. I played, like, two matches, and I couldn't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. I was like, nah. I gotta toss the whole thing out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> gotta just throw the whole Xbox out. <laughs> so, Ninja left Twitch, and I think this is actually one of the weirder things about gaming news in the past year. <laughs> is that <laughs> we we care about where live streamers are going to be streaming and i think this is i think it's kind of cool but at the same time it's one of those like why do we give a fuck but well you know the reason he switched is because he was tired of the pc is it really Dude, you should have seen him on the first on the first stream. He was just cussing up a storm, bro. He was like, "What the fuck? You guys just gonna sit there in the fucking like, you know, like yeah." He was, yeah. All right, Tyler Ninja Blood blew up on streaming platform Twitch during the early years of the Fortnite boom, but the star will now be, be uh, will be leaving that behind, according to announcement by Blevins today. Blevins. <laughs> yeah, that's his last name, dude. Blevins, bro. No Tyler Blevins. No wonder he goes by Ninja. I would too. Uh, he'll soon start broadcasting exclusively on Mixer and Microsoft's live streaming service. I know this will come as a shock to many of you, Blevins. <laughs> Sad. It's the same me, just a different platform. Alright, let's see. Nobody cares about you, Tyler. They just uh, want to watch you play Fortnite, bro. <laughs> Alright, let's see, let's see. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just skimming through the articles. See, if there's anything worth mentioning here. You know, this guy made millions, right, off of Twitch, yeah. off of endorsements yeah. and all that. Like, he's a literal millionaire. Okay. Well, here you go. Here's, here's. You go ahead and read this one. Just this. Um. Way. Okay. Mixer, while not as popular as Twitch, has increasingly been making strides in the community thanks to a variety of features that can't be found anywhere else. Broadcasters can, for example, share their controllers with viewers. Live streamers can also co-stream with up to three friends, and on the platform, no, and the platform also has a variety of interactive features built in. Mixer is also said to have have a more friendly community than Twitch. That's actually really true. Yeah, like, Twitch yeah. is kind of toxic, but they dude, made it that way. Toxic. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's bad, dude. Like, ugh. like it's like Xbox Live in 2013. 
Oh, oh God. <laughs> that is bad. Um, it's bad. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, Blevins is no longer a partner with Twitch. Yeah. Wow. And Mixer has seen a 37% increase in channel streaming on the platform since last quarter, bringing the total to 1.97 million channels. Watch them and broadcast lens are also on the rise, though Mixer notes that the average viewers per channel is 10. Well... That's fine because I mean, once again, we talked about we talked about measurement matrix uh, okay. last well, on one of the previous shows, and I don't I think that I think that's a the average views per channel is ten. Okay, well I'll tell you what, let's go to this next article and go ahead, mustard, read that off. Ninjas, uh, ninjas first mixer stream had more viewers than his Twitch average. Bam, bam, hey, here you go. Go ahead. You fucking read it. I've been reading this whole fucking time. You don't know how to read. <sighs> what have I been doing? <laughs> Fake it until you cunt. make it. <laughs> Ninja, one of the internet's most popular streamers, announced yesterday that he would be removing, uh, moving from Twitch, where he initially grew his now massive following to exclusively stream on Microsoft Mixer streaming service. Jesus Christ, you ever heard of a fucking run-on sentence, dude? Ninja's first Mixer broadcast went live from a station at the Lollapalooza Music Festival, complete with a sponsored Red Bull refrigerator in the back. Round. Oh, that is also something you can do on Mixer that you couldn't do on Twitch. Endorse. You, you, yeah, you your, can get uh, your endorsements yeah. out. Yeah. God damn, I didn't realize how 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 limited Twitch was. Twitch sucks dick, dude. Twitch really treats its creators like shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and, and that's what I wanted actually wanted to talk about. You know, the the idea that uh, Twitch is a, a really really toxic community, but. Twitch is putting all the responsibility of the community on the streamers. On the streamers, mm -hmm. and it's it's bullshit. Like, it, like, yeah. oh, like, like, uh, like we were talking like, about Caseytron. I, I think it's basically uh, just like YouTube for fucking streamers, man. Like, yeah, no, it really is. Like we were talking about uh, Caseytron. You know, one of the original uh, cleavage streamers. Yeah, and you know how. She she constantly gets demonetized and she's constantly you know kicked off of platforms and shit like that. But she still makes money and she still makes a uh, uh, like recently she did a she did a, a stream uh, for charity and raised a ridiculous amount. Yeah, here we go. Oh God. Um, this Hashtag is... slut stream day. Fuck off with that shit, dude. So this is game in gamesindustry.biz. Uh, streamers host hashtag slut stream day to fight harassment, raise money for charity. Caseytron and Izzy Bear uh, call on streamers to players to stand against the harassment and slut shaming of women. Mm -hmm. So this they they raised money. They raised uh, a lot of money. I'm trying to look for the the number. Which you know that they the, don't funny, have. the funny thing about Twitch is that uh, you can raise money for charities all you want, but they send you the check. Hmm. So, yeah, you like you can just keep it. <laughs> Did this happen already, or is it going to happen? Mm, 
Hold on, folks. Sorry, just trying to. This is what. I hate when they just put out like literally two fucking paragraph oh, articles. Thirtieth oh, oh, oh. uh, July. I don't think it's happened yet. Bro, it's August. Yeah, three days into August. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry, but like the whole sexualization itself to prove a point is really dumb too. Well, Casey Tron, she's very self-aware. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's not some dumb bimbo, you know. She's... I'm not saying anybody's a dumb bimbo, but like the whole idea, like a, like I said, of normalizing sexualization just to prove self right, like that's so fucking dumb. Alright, they ended up raising over three grand for Freedom 424, a non-profit organization which works to raise awareness of sex trafficking and exploitation. Uh, a lot of people ask, why call it a slut stream? That's offensive, said Casey Tron. The whole idea of calling it a slut stream is taking the name back and giving less power to it. I mean, like, yeah, that's what, exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's, 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 it's whatever. Like, they did it, they raised money, and they did it for a good cause. And, you know, these, uh, you know, Casey Tron, she's one of the original, uh, you know, cleavage streamers. She's actually a really good gamer, which is like kind of the humor in all of this, <laughs> which is kind of why I brought it up. You know what I mean? Like she's actually a really good gamer and a really good person, but she plays, uh, a character. She plays Casey Tron on her streams and she gets, she gets money. Like look at like look at that. Like we're we're looking we're looking at a lot of cleavage on the screen. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's I guarantee you there's uh on her personal streams and everything else like that, yeah, she gets a lot of money and she puts up with a lot of shit. And I mean it's cool. I don't know. Like I, I think that's cool. Uh and once again we're just talking about the idea of, you know, uh these streaming platforms putting limitations on their on their creators because of their audience mm -hmm. like maybe if this was in another maybe had they had an, another place to stream other than just twitch they would have raised more money do you, do you think or do you because i i think like for instance i had a i had a show on twitch for a little while and mine was a political show and i got no plays i got no push but, uh, you know, uh, you would search for my name and search for my show's name and, you, and it wouldn't come up. So I think maybe Twitch it has become just as toxic as YouTube in just keeping their their creators down. What do you think? I agree, man. Well, like the whole the whole ninja thing, he had a very, very young audience. His his audience was anywhere from the ages of like eight to fucking 14 or something. That was his main audience. And, well, what Twitch did to him was they were like, okay, um, you can't cuss anymore. You can't be profan. Like, you can't uh, have any profanity in your stream at all anymore. Because it upsets our viewers. So, stop it. And Ninja wanted to keep his fans around and obviously wanted to keep his money because, you know, that's what you do he when you're a streamer. A lot of money. He, he fucking, he did it, man. Like, he, um, he... <laughs> it's funny because I was watching a stream with him back in the day, and like not back in the day, but like an old stream of his where it was him and Shroud, and um, 
like I told you before, Shroud was like he said, "Oh shit" or something, and, Sh and Shroud was like, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, like are you gonna are you gonna be okay?" And the ninja was like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's okay. It's an after dark stream, so we're covered." Like they and they had to go and make his stream an after dark stream just to be able to cuss a little bit. Like how how stupid is that, honestly? Yeah. And I feel like the whole the whole you can't be controversial. You can't say anything controversial. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't even remotely uh, refer anything controversial. Just keep. Just not be yourself. Basically, that's what Twitch is. Yeah, and you know, it's it's kind of. I, I think I think Twitch is now falling apart. We got more and more people yeah. jumping ship. Uh. Uh. We got. Uh, let's see. Like, why are they comparing Mit? Why are they comparing Ma Matrix this year? Like, it's 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 bullshit. This is a really badly written article. Uh, okay. After a few games, though, Ninja found his groove and closed out his first mixture victory royale with a solid twelve elimination game. Also, it's worth noting that at this point, his stream ballooned to over eighty thousand viewers, though it dropped back down shortly after he claimed his second win of the day. This time with 11 eliminations. Twitch didn't seem affected by Ninja's move to the new platform in the slightest. At the start of Ninja's stream, Fortnite had 130 to 150,000 viewers on Twitch. Which, uh, most of the game's biggest streamers enjoy the same numbers as they normally would. Okay, but you're literally talking about 130,000 to 150,000 complete viewers on Twitch versus 80,000 for just Ninja. Like that's that's really bad. Like, why are you trying to compare this? It's a one dude. This article is fucking stupid. This article is terrible. This article is fucking terrible. Like, it's just like, oh yeah, Ninja just got just got eighty thousand. Meanwhile, all of Twitch had a hundred and thirty thousand. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's literally all of Twitch combined versus Ninja. And. All of Twitch combined is was barely winning. Like, get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourselves. Anyways. Hi, Casey Tron. Thank you for being cool. I watch you on the Drunken Peasants a lot when you were on there. Uh, she's a cool chick. Anyways. I think, uh, I think we've run out of video game subjects. So let's go ahead and dead this and move on. So, uh... We had a subject, we were, we were afraid to bring it up around our other host, and that is the idea of propaganda movies. And the reason we were afraid to bring it around our host is because one of the movies that we wanted to include, kind of, two of the movies we wanted to include, kind of involved religion in one way or another. And once again, we want to point out that we're not making fun of anybody's religion or anybody's beliefs. We're here to talk about the movies themselves and what they were trying to accomplish. And whether they did it well or not. And on top of that, if it was just a good movie. So, let's get into propaganda movies. Mm -hmm. well, we're going to start out with uh, pretty much uh, Mustard's favorite movie of all time. Yep. Starship Troopers. Johnny Rico. Rico's Rough Mix. Rico's Rough Mix. 
dude, this this movie is one of the best worst movies I've ever seen in my life, dude. Honestly, dude, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how it happened, but you're right. It probably is my favorite movie of all time. Well, I mean, let's talk about it. let's talk about uh, let's talk about the idea that it is in fact a propaganda movie. Like, no, it, it really is, though. It really is. It, it, it's a propaganda movie. Uh, Kind of poking fun of, I would say, the golden age of America. You know what I mean? The America first, uh, you know, Ruskies are bad kind of shit. Boomer you know? generation. Yeah, the definitely the boomers. And <laughs> it was, it's just like... God uh, and country. God and country. Literally, fucking God and country in this movie. And... um a whole lot of sense of duty and citizenship and like let me let me let me show you how let me tell you how propaganda uh whatever i don't even know how to put that into an adjective let me show you how bad this movie was with that shit like the guy is sitting there with a leg missing and an arm missing and a hand missing on the other one and he's sitting there going well son looks like you're fighting the good fight you know i I loved being here maybe made this infantry made me into the man i am today and like you're just sitting here like how fucking stupid do you look right now bro like you mean you mean it it didn't make you into the man you are today it it literally like turned you into the man you are today too because it it clearly took away some things you know (laughs) there's there's a lot of fail in this You know, and, like, the whole thing about, um, you know, Johnny's parents are like, let's go on vacation, dude, we're going to fucking, like, we're, we're going to on a cruise, like, let's go, and, and Rico's like, no, I want to be a citizen, no, country, and it, <laughs> but we all, honestly, the break that I can give Rico, the reason for his ignorance and blindness for that is because he was after a piece of pussy, and that's... That's something I can also honestly like say that that's okay. What about you? I uh, I'd say that's a half and half for me because like yeah, he was chasing tail, but at the same fucking time, like you had Ratchak, his his teacher that was like, "Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you, you know you know what sucks? MI sucks. The mobile infantry sucks. The military sucks." So <laughs> You know, like like Johnny Rico running out there because, uh, one he wanted to rebel against his parents, and two he was chasing tail. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's like that's more than enough for you know a stupid kid to get himself involved into, you know, this kind of situation. One of the and, most deadliest fucking pieces of oh, war we've ever. Oh, nice. Hey, dude. Okay, so okay, as a whole, what would you consider the underlying tone of this movie? Uh. As a whole, it is a it, well. At the, as a whole, overall, it is a propaganda film. Uh, yeah. The, the, the secondary get- tone to all of this is not only suspense, but a little bit of I'd say like body horror. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, not tone. I didn't mean tone. I meant lesson. My bad. Like. Oh, what's the lesson? Yeah, moral of the story. <laughs> oh, I I did I did kind of despise the '90s Friends, you know, ending. Where, uh, where, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all yeah, get yeah, back yeah. together. We're just hunky dory again, even though I have a gigantic gaping wound in my shoulder. Let's all hold hands and Freeze, walk away. Damn it, dude. I did hate that. I did hate that. Like, that, that annoyed me to no end. 
Well, that's the 90s for you, bro. We can't do anything about it now. <laughs> Honestly. Let's just go back in time and beat up the set director. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, people? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> You're gonna rewrite that ending! <laughs> are you from the studio? <laughs> Slapping the shit out of them. Oh, God, <laughs> Paramount sent you guys on. Say something. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cause it is such a wonderful movie, dude. No, don't start. Don't start. Catch yourself. Come on. I'll try it. I'll try it. I'm good. I'm good. He's just not okay. here, man. We can't do that to me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yo, fuck. Okay. Mm. Anyways. Composure. There it is. There it is. You have your vape. You have your vape with you. Take a hit of the vape. No. I don't have my vape with me. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, like as as what the underlying like I guess the yeah. moral, of, moral the of the story was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Listen to your fucking parents. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> The military sucks. Yeah, you know, going into the military sucks. You're gonna get killed by giant bugs. Um, oh god, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there really is like an underlying. For me, the yeah, moral story: life is cruel to those who try harder. Like it is, you know. Like better to, it's better to stay in your bedroom and masturbate and get high. Yeah, uh, pretty much, dude. Like, you know, Johnny Rico has a heart of gold throughout the whole movie. He is a nice friend. He's a great friend. He defends people. He sticks up for people. And and he's obviously a good lover, you know? He also, he also and, has one of the worst delivery, uh, one of the worst line deliveries in this whole movie, though. Which, 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 which one is it? <laughs> right in the middle of the compound? That'd be crazy. Well, I hope you have a crazy pilot. Oh yeah, true. No, listen to me though. Like we're talking about a guy who's got who's got his P's and Q's in order. You know what I mean? Like seriously though, and and yeah, like Rekchak doesn't. He's the complete opposite. Rekchak's like, dude, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about these bugs. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about this planet. I don't give a fuck about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like no, and he died. <laughs> he dies. He dies, right? Yeah. But Rico, the person in this movie who has so much hope, has so much charisma and courage and, and will to do things, he literally watches everybody around him suffer and die. Oh, and he that. gets broken up with in the middle of fucking space by yourself with no one around you. And he still perseveres with his hope. It's like somebody should write a song about this. Oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, bro. Anyways, tell, tell him the context of it. Don't just leave him like oh, that. Oh no, no, I'm gonna leave it. I'm leaving it right the fuck there. Check out Pilots Venus and Spotify. <laughs> Anyways, not like. Um. Honestly, but like, let, let's let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Is it a good propaganda movie? Does it do what it's what it what it's Hell set yeah. out to do? Um, hell yeah i think yeah i agree i think yes i think absolutely this is one hell of a propaganda movie i think uh 
I, I, I think uh, what they set out to accomplish versus what they did accomplish was marvelous because this movie is still talked about to this fucking day. Like, is it is it more? Was there more thought put into us than 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 we think, or was is it is it literally just a bug killing <laughs> movie? You know what I mean? I think we put more thought into it. You know what I mean? I think we're the one. Like, if we probably talked to the producers and writers of this movie, they'd be like, "Holy shit, you guys got all of that!" You know, like, <laughs> yeah, if we if we went and talked to them like right now, they'd be like, "Oh, you you guys you guys are still talking about this?" <laughs> be like, bro, I want to get that tattooed that that Johnny Rico. Oh, gets. death from above. Get. Yeah, I want to get it, dude. But I'm not in the military, so I don't know if I would yeah. Our, our military family would come and try to carve it off you. But let's, um, uh, but I mean, like, yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, terrible movie. It yeah. works as a propaganda film. It really does. And whatever, yeah. like, well, honestly, this is, and this is why I wanted to include it in these propaganda films, because anything you take away from this movie, Starship Troopers, you're right. There, there, there is, there is no wrong answer. Yeah, like what uh, did you, did, okay, what, like you can okay, go to a hundred different people and then all say a hundred different things and they're all correct. Yeah, definitely. All right, best line in the movie for you. Go. Um, best line. We're closing it off here. We're closing it off here. What, oh, what is? Oh God. Oh fuck. Um. Oh wow! This is, hold on. You say yours because I gotta. I gotta think. No, I got it. 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 My internet's having AIDS. Okay, go ahead. I got it. What is it? Your enemy cannot push the button if you disable his hand. <laughs> True. Okay, you want to know mine? They're just bleeding. Like I got it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Larry Busey. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gary Busey's clone. All right, what's yours? She's dead, Carmen. She's <laughs> dead. <laughs> it's so overdramatic. No, dude, it's bad. Oh my god, bro. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful, though. That was a good one. I like that line reading. Can we can we use that? We're using that in production. Where, where's, the, <laughs> where's where's the set producer? We don't have enough money to redo it. We don't have enough money. Just fucking keep it. <laughs> where's 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 the set producer? <laughs> Rewrite it. Rewrite it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the next one. God's not dead. Now. I'm, I'm well known in the podcast circles as being uh, the non-believer, and we're not going to involve your your beliefs in this because you know I already have the pin on me, so I'm fine to talk about being an atheist. But we're here to talk about propaganda. I mean, well, we're here, we're here to talk about propaganda films, and you yeah, know yeah. whether or not they did what they how how good and bad they are, and whether they did their jobs. Let's and, try and keep it to that because we know us. We're <laughs> yeah, know? we're gonna just you know go off on a tangent. But God's Not Dead was one of the biggest propaganda films ever made. Uh, this thing was a uh, a beast. This this thing made a, a lot of money, 
and it was made by yeah look at this two dollar two million dollar budget estimated opening weekend and was nine million dollars so it quadrupled its money and then over over usa total is 60 million 60 million cumulative 63 million (laughs) so this this was huge and you know that's all right well I'm, i'm not talking about you know like from what we think as a what we think as <laughs> as it is, but like like monetarily wise, like uh, I, I, it did well. It did well. Yeah, it, now, it I'm gonna, did I'm well. gonna admit, I didn't, I didn't actually see this one. I only saw the second one. Ah, okay. Well, uh, Hunter Dennis and Chunk Konzelman, uh I think these these are the guys that are pretty much re- responsible. Or no, it's Carrie Solomon. I don't remember. There's two brothers. Uh, they're responsible yeah. for pretty much all of these, all of these guys' films, and uh, so the whole story is, you know, you got a, uh, you know, starts off with a, uh, uh, I think it's a Chinese person. Well, go up, go up. It's what? right there. The, 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 the synopsis is right there. Right there. Storyline or synopsis? Fresh, freshman u- university ah. student Josh Wheaton attends a philosophy class where Professor Radisson requires all students to submit a signed statement saying God is dead and never existed. When Josh refused due to his own beliefs, the professor challenges him to defend his position, leading to a series of confrontational presentations between himself and the professor with class as jury. Yeah, I mean... Like- that's, I mean, in, in, in universities, that's allowed. That's completely allowed. Uh, it is and it isn't. It's hmm, okay. The professor's assignment not allowed. Not allowed at all. But the open discussion for debate and presentation is, information, yes, is allowed. That's completely allowed. So yeah, it's half and half. Yeah, here, here, here it is, right here. Uh, Professor Jeffrey Radisson, an atheist who demands that his students sign a declaration that God is dead to get a passing grade, that's not allowed. No, it's not. That's that's no, it's not. That's illegal, literally. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a, that's a felony. <laughs> <laughs> that's a felony. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, th- I mean, like th- this movie was ridiculous in. A, a lot of a lot of aspects like there was so many tropes about both religious people and non-religious people played to the played to the to the hilt and it, this this movie for like if if you're not, if you're not somebody on on the side of you know the believers this is going to come off as a really really dumb movie yeah and once again, we're I not mean, talking about beliefs. We're talking about we're talking if you're about a smart person that believes in God is going to come off as really dumb. Movie, really. Yeah, yeah. Like even if even if you have some 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 critical thinking, you know, like instilled in you, you know, if you believe in if you believe or you don't believe, like this is a really dumb movie. Like there was so yeah. many tropes. Non-factual. It's, it's reaching. It's fucking. Yeah, Strawman's. It's, it's through the same. The second one was the same way. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. He's being attacked by science. Yeah, it's a. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that still made me laugh, dude. You have no idea. Oh yeah, help me, Jesus! I'm being attacked by science. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I mean, like, and honestly, like, can we talk about the second one because I, I, I can actually input more. 
you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll. All right, fine. Just because you know more about the second one, let's whoa, go to. This. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, God's not dead yeah. to you. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk more about the second one because off, yeah. bro. this one pissed me the fuck off because number one, number one in college, yeah, you, there's a lot of leeway you can get away with with debates and personal opinions. There's a lot of leeway in high school when it's federally funded. That's a hell of a lot different. Hell of a lot different. This teacher, I think she was like make like giving a test on the Bible or or she she had him like. Recite Bible no, no, no. What, what happened was uh, the main character. The main character is a, is a teenage girl. Her brother dies. Her brother had a, a Bible or something, and she's been a non-believer. And uh, during class, they open up discussion with uh, Melissa Joan Hart whether or not Jesus was a fictional character or a uh, historical character. And thus, right. and thus, they start starts this whole. Uh, a process of uh, her her parents of the of the 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 girl with the dead brother sue the school and sue Melissa Joan Hart uh, for uh, Christian propaganda in schools. And look at this! Look at this. even critically speaking, it's a four point four out of ten on IMDb. No, no, that is illegal. That is like, highly illegal. Yeah, you cannot talk about religion in public schools. Well, you can't, you can't proselytize it. Like, if if this... You can't if, say it's true. You can't say it's true. You can talk about a whole lot of stuff, but you can't say it's true. And once again, you, this uh, this went on to a $5 million budget. Gross was $20 million. They quadrupled their money. So, but let, let's... let's the, the movie was ridiculous. Once again, it plays up every trope, every single you know, bad acting note ever been taken about both believers and non-believers, you know, uh, the way people are portrayed on both sides. It's just ridiculous. And it's so, 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 so bad. Yeah. And, and does it work as a propaganda film is actually what we're here to discuss. And no, nope, yeah, not I, mean, me. I mean, it does, but only it, under certain yeah, to to a certain group of people, this is absolutely yeah. going to work. As See a, that as guy a says right there, more Christian paranoia with no basis in reality. That's completely true because the movie is so non-factual and it's so circumstantial and it's so stupid that it makes it kind of hard to believe that any of that would actually happen anywhere. You know. Yeah, and it says, and once again, we're not attacking anybody's religion or anything else like that. We're just talking about the movie. Talking about the movie. That's the it. The movie yeah. happens to be about this, and does it work as a propaganda film? Uh, only if only if you were already walking into this with the mindset that it's going to be what it is. If if somebody just handed this to you and you watched it, you you'd pretty much have the same opinion as anybody else. Whether you believe or not, you'd, you'd look at this movie and go, "This was, this was fucking dumb." I yeah. mean, lit- literally, one of the lines, one of the lines uh, delivered by by the evil sleazeball lawyer who always happens to play a fucking bad guy in movies, uh, is uh, <laughs> he's standing there in 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 the, in the guy's house and he looks at him and he goes, "Once and for all, we're going to prove that God is dead." I don't, no bullshit. That's an actual fucking line I, from the I remember, movie. 
like, dude, you're a fucking lawyer. Calm you're, down, yeah, brother. Calm the fuck down there, Goebbels. Fuck. <laughs> Goebbels. Dude, like, fucking, he said it so ridiculously. He was like a fucking cartoon morning villain. You know, I, like I was that. expecting some lightning to hit and shit, you know. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, you no, know, it's kind of like the Family Guy episode. Ah, he said it. He said it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about another propaganda film, and uh, this one is about there not being a god. And this one's is pretty much I know what it was hidden behind, but this is in fact a movie geared towards atheism, and it's Sausage Party, uh, yeah. produced by uh, Seth Rogen, has a hell of a cast and hell of a crew. Uh, that's including Kristen Wiig, Jonah Hill. Uh, I think Jay Chandrasar is in here. Like, I think James Franco, Bill Hader, Selma Hayek. Like, this had a, a huge fucking cast. So let's talk about it first from the idea of is it a, is it a decent movie, and is it, does it work as a propaganda film? Um, <coughs> yes and no. Yeah, is it a good movie? Absolutely. It's one of the raunchiest, dumbest, funniest fucking things you're ever gonna see. <laughs> and that's the privilege to witness. It is awesome. It is such an awesome. We got a we got a, a meatloaf playing meatloaf singing a song. Selma <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hayek plays a taco. I think we got the, a we got a douche literally playing a douche. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Uh, fucking who plays Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, but does it work as a propaganda film? No, 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 it does not because I believe I I believe it's hidden too well. Yeah, I think it was buried a little bit too deep and uh, it didn't work. It didn't work like like it didn't work as a propaganda film. It is a propaganda film. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, it is like we're not we're not trying to cover up what it is. No, it is absolutely a propaganda film, but it's not a very good one. Like the, the the propaganda gets lost in the comedy because at the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, and it's it's been a few years. <laughs> spoiler alert, three the, fucking years. Yeah, spoiler alert. At the end of the fucking movie, there's a giant orgy. <laughs> yeah. So let's look at this. It, it had a budget of nineteen million. Uh, did opening weekend thirty four million, so it almost doubled its budget. Gross though. Uh, came in at just under a hundred million dollars. So, yep, they they almost five like five times their money. They quintupled their money. That's a, I mean that's not bad considering what the movie is. <laughs> and, <clears throat> oh god, like like I can't. I don't want to get too much into this because this movie is really really raunchy. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It really is. It is raunchy as shit. And like literally, the first review: vulgar, crass, and incredibly funny. Yeah, Sausage Party is a foul, crass, mean-spirited little film that pits grocery products against the horrifying realization that their use in the world is to be consumed and tossed away without a second thought. And that's it. That's 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 the whole movie. And yeah. uh, you know the the propaganda comes from uh, the truth being shown to the. To the to the to the food products and you know the history of what they are and as a rating it only got a six point two so that kind of that kind of is about the 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 rating I would give a propaganda film of this. Check uh, the fucking uh, Rotten Tomatoes though. Uh, you want to? All right, let's let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. Hold on. Uh, 
if I type that wrong, it's okay. I was like, <laughs> if I type that wrong, there's some shit gonna come up here. <laughs> Demonetized. Demonetized. I'm gonna have to switch to mixer. <laughs> okay. Okay then. Didn't even want to. I was like, nah, bro. Do you know how to spell? I know. D fuck you. Got ninety percent. Uh, eighty-three percent fresh, fifty percent audience score. So I mean, like, eighty-three <laughs> percent. That's not that bad. That's not that that's, high. Actually. That's actually that's actually pretty decent for Rotten Tomatoes. But anyways, it does not work as a propaganda. Oh, put film. in put in the God's Not Dead's. Oh God. Okay. What is with this search? <sighs> you did, I think you need to click it. Come on. All right, let's, let's look at the. Let's look at the. Oh my god. Thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. God. And seventy-six percent on the audience score. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oof. Ban the sick filth. Even by rather lax standards of the Christian film industry, God's Not Dead is a disaster. Wow, look at this. <laughs> the Almighty deserves better advocacy than he gets in this typical hand-fisted hand Christian campus melodrama. See, even a fucking Christian was like, yeah, nah. No, yeah, and it's... it's uh... Oh, look at this one. Look at this one. Stephen Farber, Hollywood reporter, top critic. This film is slickly produced with a competent cast, and although it sometimes stacks the deck shamelessly in defense of its credo, it does allow a few dissenting voices to slip into the debate. It doesn't, though. No, it doesn't, no. You can't have both of those. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, so we're, we're going to stop reading that, because once again, it's, it's we're talking about propaganda, and yeah, uh, yeah, Sausage Party, as much as I love it, did not work as a propaganda Eight. film. Percent God's Not Dead Two is eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-two oh, percent audience 62. score, because no, the Almighty may not be dead, <laughs> but Nietzsche is rolling in his grave. <laughs> Do they show good movies in hell? <laughs> oh my God, a torturous exercise in one-note proselytizing. And yeah, okay. it's. Yeah, it's it's a it's 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 ridiculous. Like it, it honestly is. And once again, we're not trying to call out anybody's religion or anything like that. We're no, talking about, we're the, movie. About the movie. And this, about the movie. Oh, I have to remind folks. Like, it, yeah, like, you're right. You're right. This was this is pretty Complete disaster. This is, yeah, it's damning as hell. What what is a cinema score? Let's check out the cinema score now. Oh, wait, we didn't do Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, we got to do Starship Troopers. Hold on a sec. Yeah, hold on. Bear with us, folks. It's probably going to be a horrible review. <laughs> okay, like, like, I didn't even finish. Oh, hey, 63%. Hey, not bad, not bad. All right, let's look at this. Lacks the courage of the book's fascist conclusions. Uh, that's true. That's yeah, true. But it was a, prop it's a propaganda 100%. film. <laughs> Lacking uh, the sophisticated sophistication of the average comic book. Okay, people, you can't compare books to the books, books to the movies. 
All right, let's see. Uh, John dropped an experience so rigorously one-dimensional and free from even the pretense of intelligence. It's hard not to be astonished and even mesmerized <laughs> by what is on the screen. <laughs> you don't have to be smart to like this movie. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Oh, I love it. May just be the bug movie to end all bug movies. All right, that's it. We're we're, we're rolling on on that one. I like that. All right, so let's go. Let's go to Cinema Score for our three movies here and look at this propaganda. Cause I right, find Cinema Score. Uh, ship. Look at that. Starship Troopers. C plus. C plus. Damn, that's that's insulting. Can we get a full page for this, or is it just this? This is just. Pretty that. sure that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. All right, God's okay. Not dead. Doesn't even rank. Doesn't even have it in there. Good. Doesn't even have a fucking cinema score. Sausage party. Wow. Sausage party gets a B. Gets a B. I wish it was more to this. Is there more to this? Nope. No. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's cut and dry. <laughs> Very cut and dry. Right? <laughs> so, uh, Hobbs Shock, it's an A minus. Jesus. Uh, you know what? Like I said, like, yeah, well, that's, that's our next subject. Hold on here. That's a good segue. Oh, there it is. There it is. God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness. God's Not Dead 2 gets an A? What, is, what? Uh, what the ball say? Hold on a sec. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. God's Not Dead gets an A. God's Not Dead, A Light oh. in the Darkness, which came out last God. year, and I had oh to see got an A minus. You gotta, you gotta throw out the whole website. <laughs> Start I, over. You can't rate that movie that high. It's a felony. That That's a felony. That's uh, a felony. God. And they don't even have the original on here. Like It doesn't even chart. God, I can't. I I just this fucking this website just lost all of its credibility in my opinion, dude. I think so. All right, so yeah. Plus, you a, can't give my boy Starship Trooper a C minus. You're giving that fucking movie an A plus. What the fuck? You, you, you do we watch the same movie? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm mad. Uh, I'm actually mad. <laughs> so I went and saw Hobbs and Shaw, and um, uh. honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, eh. like for 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 what it could have been and for what it is, it wasn't uh, that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. Like, uh, like it sets up. Of course, there's giant sequel bait. Uh, <laughs> there's a I don't know. Like, like I, I I liked it and I thought it was serviceable at best. But, uh... <laughs> uh how many fucking movies, dude? Like, how many? Like, honestly, have we not just fucked their fast and they are furious, bro? How many fucking times do we have to be reminded? <laughs> you know? At least one more time. Oh my fucking god! It's like twenty four, dude. How many times did Keeper Sutherland to die in that fucking movie? In that, in that, honestly, in that, that show, series. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It, it, it is a bit of a long runtime for for a Fast and Furious movie. It is two hours seventeen minutes. Uh, oh my god! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That could have been cut down by at least twenty twenty minutes, maybe even thirty. Uh, if they had just played it really conservatively with some of the editing. 
like for instance, there's oh my, there's so many cars that have no purpose. Like okay, in the, in the beginning of the movie, we watch uh, the Rock get up and, and he drives off in his Bronco, and then he gets a call, and then not even we don't see him switch cars or vehicles or anything, but now he's driving a Harley. Or a motorcycle, whatever. And then we go. It's the same thing with uh, with Shaw. Like he, we see him driving uh, like a Ferrari or something like that. Then he he, uh, he gets a call. Now he's driving a different Ferrari, and we never saw them switch vehicles. And Pulling it's up just, his Caddy Coupe de Ville, bro. Yeah, seriously. And then like, there's another part of the movie where they drive up to a secret base, and then they take the people that were in the car that drove up to the secret base and then put them in another car in the secret base to drive them further. <laughs> it's like a video game. Yeah. It, oh, so I was, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy this. Right. And you know, like I've, I've had terrible movie experiences the last couple of times I've gone to the movies, but this was one of them. It wasn't as bad this time because I actually got my point across. Uh, but <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to watch this, and my my the my brain, which is a critic brain, is going. Where the fuck did the bike come from? <laughs> Why is he riding a bike now? Does it, does nobody notice that the somebody answered me about the bike? Fuck, it, fuck, whatever, whatever. He's riding a bike now, and I'm trying to enjoy this, right? So like, and, and then right to my right. I don't know if the dude with special needs or something, but every time something happens on screen, this dude is not subtle at all. Like, like if, if this if it was a phone call, like, this guy, his mouth would have been on the mouthpiece. Like, oh, wow, did you guys see that? Like, sorry for the ear rape. Um, <laughs> must That's a little much. <laughs> must you there? <laughs> I, am, I am here. I just don't want to talk about it. Uh, but anyways, like, oh god, I don't know if this guy with special needs or what, but every time, every time anything happened on screen, like, The Rock gets up and he's eating a, uh, some pancakes or something, and I hear this fucker right next to me, oh yeah, The Rock's really tall, he eats, he eats a lot of stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude. And then something else happens on screen, he goes, oh god, that's wicked, that's so cool, yeah, and I'm just like, oh my fucking god, and I'm like, okay. You know there's a giant brown man next to you. So this motherfucker says one more thing. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say something. So yeah, something else happens, Idris Elba's on screen, and this motherfucker just once again lets loose. Ah, that's so fucking cool. So I'm literally got my my finger in my ear, so I'm trying to block him out. And I guess I said it a lot more than I a lot louder than I, than I intended to. But I got my finger in my ear and I just go, For fuck's sake. So like right after that, the dude gets up, goes to the bathroom, and I guess his girlfriend or wife or mom or caregiver moves the seats over one away from me and moves him a further seat away from me. And I'm like, good. Thank you. Keep that dude over there. Whatever. I don't care. Just don't want to hear him talk no more. Ugh. Then the the chick next to us, uh, the chick next to us to our left, apparently just decided to bathe in perfume. Like, she didn't believe in bathing, just showering herself in perfume. Just not have had, like, good movie experiences. I have not. I have not. And I don't know why I keep going, but I'm going to. 
I don't know why you keep going because you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? All right, so let's go ahead and dead that and move on. So stop making those movies. <laughs> we get it. That's <laughs> keep moving on. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Kage the Elefante. What? <laughs> <laughs> Cage the elephant. You speaking Nazi, son? So we have um, is it included with Prime. Well, I have Prime. Why are you trying to charge me? Pricks. Anyways, uh, we ha we have their latest offering, which is called Social Cues, and uh, you wanted to talk about this, Mustard. So why don't you go ahead and lead the discussion? Well, I guess I guess the whole thing was like Cage the Elephant was a band that I revered for a long time. You know, like, they, I think you're the one that got me into them um, when I was, like, uh, eighth grade, maybe? Like, right before I was a freshman in high school. Yep. And uh, I really like the idea of them having a Christian, you know, kind of backstory, background, Christian influence, whatever. But, I mean, obviously now that doesn't matter too much because music's good and that's what matters. And the music really, really took a dip. On uh, their last two albums, "Tell Me I'm Pretty" and, and "Unpeeled" or some shit. <clears throat> like I feel like their music suffered a lot because they were going through this whole loss of identity crisis that they be decided to become artsy dudes with like a lot of imagery and a lot of complicated music to like techniques and shit. Like it just kind of like sounded like a jumbled mess, you know? Yeah. But with they made this album. I, I heard three songs off of it, and the other ones really didn't catch my attention, but those three uh, were really good, and uh, I asked you to listen to them, and uh, well, what did you think? Well, we have been with Cage Elephant for years and years and years, and they've gone through like yeah. these, uh, uh, they, they, they've been very mercurial in their sound, you know what I mean? They go from yeah. this very static uh punky blues pop thing and then they go to this weird experimental fusion thing and it's all it's all really good but now with this album they were trying to come back to their original punky uh groove days and in the end to me the whole album just sounded like somebody trying to sound like cage the elephant and not cage the elephant themselves. You know what I mean? It was like it's like yeah. it's like a it's like their interpretation. Don't they care too much? Yeah. It, instead of it being organic and being, uh, uh, you know, well thought and and put together, or just you know just put together with with the natural rhythm and natural want of the music, like this this felt very artificial, like compared to everything else that's come up before them. Like that, that that I believe it's the reggae song. I think it's Night Running, or is it? No, I think it's Black Madonna. It's literally a fucking. Can I play a little? Is that the one? I don't think. That's the one. That's not it. That's not it. Either way, there was a That's rape. a good song. 
That's that, a really fucking. That song. is a really good song. There, there's a there's a one of these is a reggae type song. Love's the only way. Try though. Let's see. No, but anyways, like, so everything sounds very artificial, very surfacey. Like none of it's none of it sounds like they put a lot of work into it. <clears throat> and I feel like those three songs that I showed you, they kind of, they kind of do. Uh, I mean, they do and they don't. You know what I mean? Like, which ones were they again? Ready to let go. Uh, skin and bones and dance steps. All right. So I mean, let's let's take a few a little bit. Listen to skin and bones. sound good but it doesn't sound like cage the elephant no it, it doesn't it sounds like an indie band like that's really about as general as you can make it you know yeah even like his cadence and the way he sings is um has changed yeah but also play uh dance dance all right let's go to dance dance But um, even even there, like you can you can kind of hear the like the sugar coat on top of like the, the the punk that they're trying to go for. You know what I mean? That one's more of a bluesy song, in my opinion. Yeah, but they've always been a weird punk blues band. Like that's that yeah. was kind of like their sell point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even in that song, even that little clip, you can hear the the artificialness right on the surface. Uh, versus, you know, fucking, I don't know, here, let's go back, uh, let's go back to the beginning here. sounds more fun it sounds like less artificial you know yeah 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 like they don't give as much of a fuck like his <clears throat> every everything that's happening in the music sounds way 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 less plasticky than I feel like I feel yeah you're right 
It's this. This like, it sounds more. Uh, so let's, but, let's let's go back to Skin and Bones, like one of your favorites, and we'll, and we'll we'll listen again. It sounds overproduced. It sounds way overproduced, and it sounds, and because of that, it sounds artificial, and that's yeah. Because of that, it loses substance. Yeah, and it's a I shame. Agree. And I, I agree. And we're not saying it's bad, honestly, folks. We're saying we support no. KT Elephant. Go listen to this shit. Maybe we're Good wrong. Shit. Maybe we're just dickheads, and uh, we're we got the nostalgic glasses on, uh, but. Go check him out. Social cues uh, by Social Elephant on uh, what is it? Spotify, Amazon. My social elephant. My social elephant. (laughs) 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 Apple, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify. Like, go check him out. Social cues (laughs) by my cage. The fucking cues, elephant. Whatever. Fuck off. By my social elephant. My social elephant. (laughs) (laughs) That's a felony. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's good music. Uh, but I mean, we we I wanted to talk about other bands that have kind of like wandered away from their original sound and Pilots of Venus. I'm just kidding. And haven't been I'm able kidding. to get back. <laughs> <Pilots of Venus. laughs> we totally lost ourselves in those six months, bro. What are you talking about? Oh god. Yeah. Well, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me, brother. And I think some Forty One is one of those bands. You play that play that opening riff. You know you want to. Yeah, yeah, give it to me. Nevertheless, in my dress for the occasion, Skip that. Why, this is my favorite part of it. It's really hard to jump like that and play guitar. <laughs> That's why it's a music video. Yeah. Look at the back with El Camino. That's the shit. One house party because nobody came. And that dude beats it so hard. <laughs> Have you seen him now, dude? He became a casualty of society. Yeah, they look, they look, <laughs> they look pretty rough, dude. <laughs> dude, they do. They look, they look like they've been through some fucking gigs. So let's see. Ten, Jesus Christ, that's ten years ago. ago. That was ten that was years, ten years ago. ago. Oh we my are god, old, man. we are very old. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at him now. Oh Jesus, I'm scared. Let's look like uh This is a first impression. What the, what the fuck, fuck is, is this? this? <laughs> what am I Okay, hold What's on. What's the hold Rick on. and Morty graphics here? Hold on. Oh, this is a Trump song. Oh. Yeah, 45. You're something to few, but nothing to me. 
twisted and sick as can be. Wasn't the plan. We gave it a shot. You proved what the fuck is this? What is happening? It sounds like early AFI. What the hell? Ah, I turned off. I can't. Uh, ow, why did it go full screen? Anyways, my cam is over, bro. Holy sh! That was not my cam. That was like early AFI. Uh, that was like AFI as fuck. They even looked like they were AFI, dressed in all black what, and shit. What the fuck happened? Well, just go to go to go to AFI, like Days of the Phoenix. All right. Or no, no, not Days of the Phoenix. Uh, do. Fuck, what's that song called? Um, ah, The Leaving Song Part 2, that one. Oh, wow. This is what it sounded like to me. No. No. No? No. Alright, my bad. Yeah. Anyways. Oh god, Stone 41 is one of those bands that we that they lost themselves and where the fuck they ended up, we don't Wow, whoa. Stop it. Just just <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Sure. I'm sorry, I had more bands lined up, but then Sum 41 seriously knocked me off my whole fucking track here. Wow. I, oh. Oof. Oh, oh, good one's Green Day, man. Oh, God, El Green Day. Yeah. Green Day's a good one. They really lost themselves in the later years. I mean, well, they, they've always had a weirdly progressing sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Look at a uh, look at Green Day. Let's look at a uh, Hitching a Ride. That's not a good one. That is a good one. Fuck you. No, no, it's a good one, but it's not a good comparison because it's a very different kind of song. Well, this was like the crux of Nimrod, their their album. I love the song, and I think they had they had this punk rock bad boy theme to them, you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I chose this song. Like, this is literally the crux of their sound at their height. Like, this is their their peak. You know what I mean? Bit they do. <laughs> yeah. Now put on now put on fucking uh twenty one guns, dude. All right. Oh, yeah. Overproduced. Fucking no substance to it at all. 
Well, I know this was supposed to tackle, like, uh, the 22 a day thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's worth fighting for? When it's not worth dying. They look all fucking old and they're still wearing lion- eyeliner. They're still wearing eyeliner, bro. What the fuck is this? I don't know. You know like, what is this? What are we listening to? Honestly, I, re- I tuned it out for a split second, and then I was like, right, I'm supposed to be critiquing this. <laughs> like, this sound. <laughs> I, felt- <laughs> I did. I, I seriously did. My brain was just like. It sounds so whack, dude. It sounds so whack. Like, I know what the song's about. I know what the substance about the song's about. But, like, if they had done but it... the music is extremely lacking. Yeah, if they had done it, uh, you know, uh, like Green Day. You know what I mean? Oh my god, look at this person right here. I heard this song in 2009. Now in 2019, 10 years later, I'm having the biggest nostalgia. How the fuck do you think we feel, bro? Right? Been since the 90s, dude. What? Oh my god. That just made me feel ancient, bro. Oh. Oh my god. damn. Oh my fucking god. Look at this oh one. My- 1984, yeah. Billy Joel Armstrong is young. 2004, Billy Joel Armstrong is still young. 2007, Billy Joel Armstrong gets old. <laughs> 2016, nope, he don't get old. Still, oh my god, people think this is good Green Day, dude. How do you feel about that? Honestly. <laughs> 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 Put on basket case real quick. You, 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 well, you, you need that shot of positivity. I need to cleanse my, I, yeah, I need to cleanse my fucking palate, dude, honestly. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Let's... Oh, oh come on. Love the song. Let's look at... Oh, well, we're going to read the comments here in a second. Just... Oh, no. I'm 45. This is... This is what Green Day was supposed to be. Well, I like that they, in the, their first formative years, they didn't take themselves seriously. And I guess that's kind of what changed. You know what I mean? That's what you need to do when you're making music, though. When you start thinking about it too much, so that's when shit goes downhill. You know what I mean? And I like how, like, uh, you know, you got the Blink era with, this, with the stripe tattoos. And then these motherfuckers were born in the 80s and done in the 80s, so they got the 80s shit punk tattoos. Yeah. I always found that fascinating. These guys are born in the 80s. So, let's see. Oh, God. That's um, oh my God. I'm ready for this. Okay. This song is about anxiety attacks and feeling... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental patients forced to play music for food make decent bands. 
Uh, nobody. This comment section, green tea. <laughs> this is how many people miss the nineties. One thousand. Shut the fuck up. Uh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. No. 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 Not doing it. Nah. Nope. <sighs> Anyways, another band we could talk about is Gorillas. I don't think they've. Nah, nah. I can't say that they yeah, lost their sound. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I can't yeah, say they it. fucking did. I can't say it. There's a reason. There's two reasons I can't say it. One, the entire lineup changed. Like, the entire There's lineup There's only two changed. guys. No, it was Dan the Automator. It was Del the Funky Homo Sapien. It was the main two guys. And then it was the another guitarist. Now... No, they were all variableists, though. They, like, they, that was never... Like, Gorillaz was more of an entity than it actually was a, a, a group of people. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it's an animated band. Of course, anybody can be switched out for anybody else. Exactly. So, like, you can't take it to heart when they do that. Well, I I can when their first album was literally what everybody quotes as, Well, that's real gorillas, bro. That's what the real gorillas are. No, 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 no. Same thing fucking happened with Green Day, dude. Now they think Demon Days is real gorillas. It's like, bitch, what? Yeah, no. So, you know... I, don't, I, I can't say it because, honestly, also, everything about Gorillaz was ever-evolving. Like, anytime a new technology or something like that came out, you know what I mean? Like, they would immediately put it to use. Ah, uh, God, so, my head hurts. <laughs> anyways, we're going to end on that note. Uh, Mustard, tell them where to find us. Tell them the emails and all that other social media shit. Okay, well, Twitter, you can find us at VT Network the, with the number two on the end of it. And yeah, just we, we're going to post polls, we post memes, uh, send us questions, send us, send us suggestions, topics, whatever you want, man. Like, we're our, we are open books. You can also find us on Facebook at VT Network. And our email for whatever the fuck you would want that for is uh, VT Network 84 at gmail.com. Sorry for all the numbers, man. The social media is just really weird. <laughs> yeah, somehow VT Network kind of became popular in a weird way. Anyways, uh, we also want to thank uh, the Magic Squirrel Network uh, for picking us up and still being awesome with us. Uh, they are really cool, and uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be participating in something a little bit later this month, and I'll announce it next show uh, since we're a little bit running over time on this one. But uh, since DJ's not here, say goodnight, Mustard. Goodnight, Mustard? That felt weird. It should feel weird. That felt really weird. All right, say see ya then. Uh, see ya. <laughs> they do it better on a ice cream social. All right. Good night, folks. Wow, that was a great podcast that you just listened to, wasn't it, Mark? It certainly was. But if you want to listen to another great podcast, you should check out Pointless Discussions. Hi, I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. We're the hosts of the comedy improvised podcast, Pointless Discussions, which comes out every Tuesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like comedy or improv, then we're the podcast for you. Join us every week as we go on an adventure that we don't even know is happening until it happens. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or at www.magicsquirrelnetwork.com. Point this discussion.